What's up, guys? This is Maida, and you know I got soul. One thing about you that I've noticed is everybody loves you. Everybody. Like, everybody from, what? Everybody loves you. Everybody. I'm talking. I swear, I swear. It's either celebrities, the people I put you on to. But one thing they always talk about is your voice. Always. So you got to tell me where you got that vocal ability from. And really, like, some artists that inspired that, whether it be R&B, whether it be other artists. Well, I've been singing since I was a kid. Nobody in my family sings. I'm the first one of us that's a very musical like that. But I remember when I was younger, I don't know what year this was, whenever Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis came out, I used to watch VH1 Top 20 Countdown, and I was like, I want to be an artist one day. I want to make music videos like this. I want to be on this TV show. And then she came on with Bleeding Love, and I just wanted to be her so bad. So I started practicing that song and going on YouTube and typing in like karaoke versions of it. And that's kind of how I got into just singing. I would just sit in our like computer room or whatever and just sing all day and practice songs. I don't know what year that was, but I've just been singing since then, to be honest. And I think that, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was gifted with my talent, but at the same time, I've been singing since, like practicing since I was like for however many years, like 15 something years, I don't know the math, but I've definitely kind of trained myself to where I am but yeah, yeah. I mean I, I I can see I honestly feel like it's a mix like you definitely are born with the voice like there's no yeah. doubt yeah because some people just it's not it's never happening it's not even that like you can be a good singer but to touch people I feel like that's when you, you're born with it you know what I mean yeah okay and, you know that's I, true. I, I feel like you got that I feel like you got that and I think that's why you touch so many people beyond just fans but artists that you were inspired by and we're going to talk about Pharrell a little bit later mm -hmm. um, but you know just tell me a little bit how you got signed to Rock Nation I know about the YouTube stuff and the Instagram covers but tell me a little bit briefly and more I'm more curious about how it's affected your music and just who you are now it has changed you in a good way you know in a bad way just let me know oh, yeah. so I was like living in Indiana when I got signed I was 18 and I moved to LA like a few weeks after I came, went by myself I didn't know anybody in LA I had no money like it was rough I kind of just started my life completely over I was so excited and ready to take on this new chapter of my life so I didn't really care hmm. but I went through a lot like I went through like getting taken advantage by of by men me for, like I was such an innocent girl and then when I moved to LA I just became a woman and went through all these things and had to face like the real life on my own and I'm 18 so it's not like I was like 12 having to go through this stuff but I don't know I just faced a lot really fast and all at once and I think that a lot of that came out in my music oh mm. I entered this I, I'm not I'm so over saying toxic relationship but a toxic relationship just somebody that I have such a complicated relationship even with now mm. and that had a huge effect on my music like most of my projects have been about him if not all of them um so yeah I just I went through a lot of life <laughs> yeah I mean definitely the songs that you talk about the songs that you sing you know I feel like you know you've gone through something and mm -hmm. that plays to why people enjoy it so much. And I think something that I'm really curious about is just how the tour has been 
comparing it to Jasmine Sullivan and her and being on tour with them and mm -hmm. being on tour by yourself, like what have you learned from there? And have you learned anything now that's kind of helped you develop and maybe even express those feelings on stage, you know? Um, I think I definitely was the Jasmine shows and the Hirsch, I just opened up for her too. Those I was I would just freeze on stage. I would not move. Anybody that told me to walk around, I was like, shut up. I'm not moving because I'm clumsy. And I like, when I walk in heels, well, I'm fine walking in heels regularly, but on stage, when I feel like I'm being watched, every single movement that I make, I think about. But thank God, this tour, I'm out of that. I've gotten out of that. I think that having real fans that know my music and they're singing back to me and excited for me to go on stage, it doesn't feel. I think for the opening tours, I felt like I was, I kind of felt humiliated. Like it just felt embarrassing kind of, but I think that just comes from me being shy naturally because people loved me and they weren't mean to me, but in my head, it's like, these people don't know who I am. They're not cheering, you know, it's scary. But now that I have fans singing my words back to me, I feel so comfortable on stage. I have so much fun. I get excited to perform like all day. I can't wait to get on stage. So it's definitely a lot different, but I think I had to go through the first tours to just go get through that uncomfortable stuff and just know that it's not always going to be like amazing and I got to just get through it so yeah I definitely learned a lot one thing I've also learned is that I love I have background singers on my tour and I love them so much and I think that I like having people on stage with me just because I, I turn around and we smile at each other and it's just like a comfort comforting feeling like we're doing this together so I like having my people with me but yeah yeah. yeah no like i said one of my friends went to the show and i was able to live through them uh mm -hmm. even the background singers were killing it and the chemistry on stage just looked amazing and i, I could definitely see it it seems like you're getting more comfortable and more comfortable because I've, I've watched you for a minute now i've seen your stuff for a minute and it's just great to see the growth and i'm happy for you and thank you how you continue to you know keep growing in that direction um but you know let's talk about the project you kind of already mentioned a little bit about the inspirations and stuff, but something I always ask everybody is, was there some particular albums that you were listening to when you were making it? And, you know, where was your mindset at? Like, did you draw from them or were you just really trying to be yourself completely in the music? I don't really listen to anything. Like when I'm making a project, I'm obsessed. And I kind of just started working on my album. So now the only songs I really listen to, like I'll be on a plane and all I do is loop my songs and, Think about what I'm gonna change, what I'm gonna recut, ideas, like visuals, that kind of thing. So I kind of obsess. Um, I think that also helped it sound original. I don't think my project sounds like a lot of other stuff that's out. I mean, there's inspiration from certain places, but I think not listening to certain albums or just music that's out, I think that kind of helped me keep the originality of my project. But I'm obsessed with my project. And I was like, I genuinely like listening to it. Even now, I'll just listen to it just because the other night I saw somebody put a, I have a song called Sexual Love on there and somebody made like a slowed and reverb version of it. And I, I, I put it on and I fell asleep to it and I like looped it all day. Like I really enjoy my own music, which I'm proud of because in the past I didn't like my own songs. So yeah, when I'm making the project or this project, I didn't listen to anything. Hmm. Why don't you talk about that growth a little bit then of just not liking your stuff and then you know, yeah. you know, being confident yeah. on your own stuff. When I first got signed, I think that I've had the same A&R the whole time. So 
Omar, he's my A&R, love him to death. Um, we have an amazing relationship when it comes to making my music. We have the same exact taste. We agree on pretty much everything. He likes to challenge me, so we fight, but we're very close. And the music making, like making music with him is so fun. So I think that it took a couple albums or EPs, whatever, to, for us to really build that trust and that bond. But the first projects, I think we were kind of just trying to figure out my sound. He didn't really know I could sing like I do now. I didn't really want to sing at that time. I was trying to be cool. And I think he made me a little cool. Like it was good music, but it wasn't as authentic as this new music. And I hadn't really experienced that much at that time. So I don't know what to sing about. We were kind of just trying to figure it out, but I'm so happy to finally have gotten to a place where it's like, this is me. It's amazing. I'm proud of it. People love it. And it's like, it's going to be hard. We're going to beat it with the album, but this is like the best music I've ever made. So I'm, like, yeah. I'm, excited. I'm excited to get into that new album when it comes out, but hey. not for sure. And I want to really dive into some specific songs on the project. My favorites, personally, I'm going to give you one to go on to, to your favorite, but I'm going to name a few. Just tell me a little bit about how it came together you know, inspiration-wise, if you want anything. So Control Freak, I think that's probably one of the standouts of the project for really? everybody, a lot of people. Uh, and of course, with Ombre, I've spoken with her before, love her music, awesome person. And, you know, just tell me a little bit about that song and even uh, F Your Friend, which I'm gonna say it right now, I feel like I shouldn't listen to that song, but the, the fact <laughs> that it touches me and like hurts me to hear it, I feel like that's how you know it's a good song. It does. Yeah, yeah. As a like, it, it's like I shouldn't be listening to this, but damn, it's good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So well, Control Freak. I was on tour with her actually, which was like years ago. So this we've been working on this project forever. Um, my Anar sent me that song. He sent me Ombre's version. It was not done, but he sent me it during that tour, and I loved it. So I couldn't wait to get off a tour and go back and work on it. But I got back in with Ombre and Destin. I think Destin actually wrote it, but Ombre demoed it for him or something but we all got in the studio and finished it and made a second verse and they vocal produced me and I actually hated my vocals on that the like the the vocals they cut me for are the ones that are on it now mm. I hated I was like I sound so bad blah 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 but after getting used to it I'm like no this sounds authentic you should just keep it because I'm always trying to sound perfect and it's like Mayda, you don't have to sound perfect all the time anyway um so that one yeah like it was pretty easy. We got in with Louis Elastic and did the outro. So it took a few sessions to get done, but I love that song. We had so much fun recording it. Destin is crazy. And I have like studio videos of us just dancing and like just being stupid. So that one's a good one. And then Fuck Your Friends, another one I did with Ombre. Ugh, that song makes me mad too. <laughs> yeah, like. I don't even remember the process for that. I think I went to the studio like super late and just cut it. I was in a bad mood. Me and this man weren't talking. So it was fitting for my life at that point. Um, yeah. And then Ombre got in and reproduced it. I don't like everything she did. So I kind of went in and just added a few pieces. Yeah. But they were all very easy and effortless. Hmm. Tell me a little bit about Clarity then with Lucky Day. Clarity was like kind of like a bullshit song that we did in the studio. We did that in the same session we did with Through the Night. And it was like one of, you know, like I, I think a lot of times in sessions we'll work on a song and every time I'm just like, mm, I'm not feeling it. Like, let's work on something else. And then Through the Night came right after that on the same day. 
but clarity like it was just something special about it that I loved and it actually wasn't supposed to be on the project but me and my AR have this thing where we last minute add a song like the day the project's due we have to push it back this project got pushed back so many times yeah. but he had done that and I was like you know what I'm gonna beat you and I'm gonna add another song last minute and I was like why don't we put clarity on it and it just made sense and it sounded good so we finished it, finished it up and that was now on the project and people love it, but it wasn't supposed to be on there. But yeah. Were you in the studio with Lucky Day at all? Was it like sent over to you? Oh no, we were in the studio. Everything that I did with Lucky was from scratch and in the studio and we were just drinking and talking shit and playing with cards. Like that was, we had really fun sessions because everything was just like organic and we built it all from nothing. Awesome. Uh, and there's another standout song I think you probably know what it is through the night. Just that, mm -hmm. that video too on you know that you put out recently for it. the live version is just amazing. So tell me a little bit a little bit about that song and you know, just working with everybody as well. The whole project is about my relationship with this man and we've just been through so much years of like a few months not talking, we talk again, we fight, we love each other, we're in love, and then he does some stupid shit and then I hate him and we don't talk. Like, ugh. But it's something that's keeping him in my life. Uh, me and him went on this trip to an island and just we we're like, let's put all the bullshit aside and just make love and just pretend like everything is perfect right now. So that's what Through the Night is about. And I was telling Lucky about that. And the song was done in like 30 minutes. Well, the lyrics were done in like 30 minutes. Um, he vocal produced me. I ended we ended up adding a bridge that my AR wanted to add. My AR is like a producer at this point all my songs like he'll add the bridge he got the free nationals to do the production on it and then i had to go in and take all their files sorry if i'm rambling too much it's like just so much but when they so basically the first time we did the song it was just me and bass the whole song and then i knew for some reason i wanted music to come in halfway through so Free Nationals did whatever they did over it, but they did the whole song. So I had to go in with my engineer and like produce out the song kind of with what they gave us. So I like created the drop into the second verse. It was just, it was so complicated because I'm not a producer, but I had to figure out how to do it. But it sounds good. So I'm proud of how it came out. But yeah, this song was a process. It took months to finish. And I like was just pissed in the studio. My AR kept pushing me for the end. He wanted me to sing out. I didn't want to do that because I'm lazy sometimes, but thank God he made me because it's doing really well and everybody's really proud of it. But yeah, it was a fight. <laughs> well, shout out to AR. It's awesome to hear that he's really involved with everything. And that's awesome too that you're really involved with your own stuff. And it goes back to you just listening to it constantly and trying to just make it perfect. I know sometimes that's counterproductive. Just trying to be, yeah. I know, but that just shows how much the music means to you. So as a listener, I appreciate that. And just tell me now, like your favorite off of the project right now. My favorite is sexual love because I've always, I keep talking about this damn relationship, but it's, it's a big part of my life. But for years, I always, in every session, even since I was like 19, 18 and got in this relationship, I've always wanted a song to express how this relationship makes me feel and I never got it but sexual love 
love is like the perfect song. It's like, this is my relationship. Like this is my relationship in a song. And I finally got that out of my system, you know? So I love that song. I love James Fauntleroy. He's so sweet to me. He came to my show, which surprised me because he's so like, he doesn't do anything. He barely like leaves that damn house. So, or leaves the studio at least. So him coming to my show is amazing. And he's just written songs that I love. So having a song that he did for me is amazing. And I just, I don't know. I love that song. Mm. No, it's, it's a great song. It's that, it sets off the project perfectly, in my Thank opinion. You. So that's the first song. And honestly, just the whole sequence of the album is very, very good, just so you know. Thank you. That's my specialty. Oh, yeah? I got, I mean, it's my A&R and I, but I was so, we got fights about the sequencing. But I knew, I always knew I wanted to start off with sexual love because that just felt like, boom, this is like, doesn't mm. sound like anything. It sets off the story of the project. And I just love the intro. So I wanted that. I knew what I wanted to end with Through the Night. I don't know. The whole story, like, sonically and story-wise, the sequencing was very important. I think we did it right. I, I really do appreciate you caring about stuff like that because, you know, some artists just want to put it out there and that's it. I'm like a psycho. <laughs> Look, honestly, I'm going to tie this into my next question. Like, everybody loves your stuff, like I said in the beginning. And it's probably because you care about it so much. You have yeah. the voice, right? You have the style. The Just the music in general is amazing. But when you care about it, I feel like people see that. They see you through it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and like I was saying, Joe Budden, we've seen recently talk about the album. I've even seen Robin thick comments on you as a person and stuff like that. So those are people that I'm sure you know, look up to, or just know they're huge in this space. But one of the most important people who my team loves and I love is Pharrell. Mm -hmm. So you guys mm -hmm. just working with him. How'd that happen? What did you learn? Everything. Keeps going back to my AR, but my mm -hmm. AR is also Rihanna's AR. So I think that he has that relationship with Pharrell over the years. Well, he's the president of Rock Nation. So it's like I have all these connections. But he, I think it was Art Basel or something. He met with Pharrell and played him my project. And Pharrell was like, thought it was special and he wanted to work with me. So I flew to Miami eight weeks later and did like two days with him at his house in Miami. And it was amazing. He was the sweetest person ever. And he would just write a song in front of me, produce it. It took him like 30 minutes. And he kept asking me my opinion, being like, do you like this? Do you like this? Is this corny? Should I change this? And I'm just like, stop asking me that. I'm never going to tell you no. Because it's like, I don't even, even if I think it's corny, I'm probably wrong because you're Pharrell, you know? So I was just like, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um. But we have a few songs. We're going to put them either on the deluxe of this project or on the album. I'm definitely going to do more with him. And yeah, but it was amazing. He gave me my flowers at the end and told me, he called me his inspiration and said that, one thing he said that I remember was that he, I reminded him of Christina Aguilera, my voice, I guess, which oh. I've heard it. I don't hear it, but I kind of get it. But yeah, it was, it was a good time. And then I went to his bathroom and cried because I was just like, Sometimes things are just wild. Like I'm in Pharrell's house and he's sitting here telling me all these amazing things about myself. Like, it's just, I can't believe it, you know? Yeah, no, nah, look, it's well-deserved. That's that's amazing. I, I think you, would, you said something maybe in a, a, the Terrell interview, just about like your mindset and like how that's important. I think that you mentioned that. And I'm just, you know, I think you're a, a, 
example of that, having the mindset and just continue to push through. Because if Pharrell is saying that about you, about your music, like, you know, that's something special. So thank you. Props to you. And I, you know, like I said, Pharrell is my favorite Justin Timberlake's albums with, you know, his first album with him. So things like that. Um, I don't know if you could say a little bit how it's going to sound. Is this the song, like that, the songs with Pharrell, if you want. Oh, they're very, they're like sassy. I was telling him about this little boy that I liked when I was younger. So he made the kind of like a, everything's very clever, upbeat, not super upbeat, but like, just like vibes. Um, I hate vibes. I hate the word vibes. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the words to describe the songs. They're just like cool, clever songs. Everything he says is so witty. It just makes sense what you think about it, you know? Yeah, they're good. But I need him to give me like some, a ballad or something. Mm. But we'll we'll do that when I get back with him. You'll get there. I'm, I'm really excited to hear that. And I only got a few more questions and I'm gonna let you get out of here. But this is more of a personal one. I love Tone Stiff, love him. He's actually, fun fact, my first interview ever. So- Really? Um, <laughs> Yeah, he was our first interview ever. And of course, there's a song that you two have together, Something in the Water. So kind of just tell me about that song. It's an amazing song, definitely a standout on his project and a standout for both of you guys. So just kind of tell me about how that came together. I honestly can't remember how it came together. I remember my, we have the same manager. So I think my manager was like, so I want you to sing on a song. And I'm like, okay. So mm -hmm. I got in with, and I have a project with K Tronada coming early next year. And mm -hmm. every single most of the songs are written by an artist named Fallon. She actually wrote, what did she write on my project? Oh, she did questions for Kate Child on one of my projects. Um, but we just got it with her and did it. She vocal produced me. It was just one of those songs that just came together within a day. It was easy. I never had to recut vocals. Like that was just one of those easy songs. And then we performed it on stage and everybody always makes fun of me because <laughs> oh, we had like, <laughs> slight choreography not choreography but like we had the whole show planned out I had to walk on this side of the stage he walked on that side like we had a little show every time we performed together and I was so awkward like we had to get all like intimate and I had to run on his back and get close and I was just so awkward at the time so that song gives me PTSD but I do love the song <laughs> my yeah. fault about it then my bad yeah, about that I'm just kidding. Um, why don't you talk about Fallon a little bit? I'm familiar with her. We all are. And questions because you brought it up. And she's a great songwriter, um, you know, especially working with her group Cherish back in the day. So kind of just tell, talk about her experience with her. My first thing I ever did with her was questions. I just love her. She's like my sister. Every time I see her, I just want to cry because she's like a good person, good energy. She loves to have a good time. Every time we record, we drink a little bit and just it's just fun. Like I just love her. And she's so nice to me. They would do anything for me. Well, I don't know if I can say that, but she's very nice to me. And I don't know. She we just have good times together. We and she works fast. She's so quick. I love her melodies. She has a beautiful voice. And she, a lot of writers don't know how to give like singers runs and make things challenging for them. And she's one of those people that we use every time we're like, Maven needs to sing. It's always Fallon that writes it because she can sing her ass off and she's good with all the runs and all that kind of stuff. Because sometimes certain writers are amazing, but me and all the shit that I do with my voice, sorry I'm cussing so much. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, I just 
can do things. And I think a lot of people, when they write songs, it's very simple. So she's one of those people we use to just make it vocal forward. But love her to death. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Great songwriter. Like I said, awesome voice. Definitely someone that is doing a lot of the work behind the scenes that people don't really see. You yeah. Know? Um, and it's my final question for you. You kind of touched on things here and there, but you know, what are your plans for the rest of the year? Coming back to New York so I can come and see the show. You know, tell you know, tell me about it. Are you in New York? I'm in Jersey City, but I'm right across Where are you the from? Jersey, Jersey City. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you were gonna be in the Bay or something. You mean like the Bay vibes? I uh, sure Jersey straight up. Don't even tell me that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> wait, what was the question again? What for the rest I of was- the year? What- Basically, what your plans are for the rest of the year? I know you talked about well, the album, you talked about the Kate uh, Kate Trinata project. Is tell me a little bit about what are your I'm plans? I'm in New York. I'm in New York for New York for New York Fashion Week right now. Um, going to Europe in October for the rest of the tour. Working on this deluxe that we're almost done with, still figuring out, but we're working on that and started working on the album too. So I'm kind of in like early album mode. Next year, I have a project with Kate Trinata coming. It's like six songs. Uh, I'm super excited about that. It was supposed to come out this year, but the project did so well that we pushed it back because we were like, let's let the project have its moment. So that's coming. Pharrell coming soon. Album. I don't know when. But just working. I took a couple, not a couple years. I took probably about like six months to a year off. And I hated it so much. I regret it. So I'm trying to just work all that away so I can pretend that didn't happen. I was going through some stuff, you know, but just working, working, working shows, festivals next year, probably, you know, all that good stuff. All right. Well, look, good luck with everything there. Props to you for everything. I'm super Thank excited. You. Um, I love the project for you. For those who don't know, when I hear your name, got to go stream it. I'll be putting all my friends on. They be telling me while you're playing. Thank you. Why are you playing Cool Cat in the gym? I'm like, it just hits different. <laughs> cool Cat in the gym. It's different. Trust me. I get that last set in. I'm telling you. I'm telling That's you. That's an interesting gym song. I mean, <laughs> I listen to sad songs in the gym, so I can't even, like, I can't judge. It needs to be a vibe. I'll be vibing. That's it. You got, yeah. you got music for everywhere, everyone. And I truly believe that. So just keep doing your thing. I'm excited for the project. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you very much.